Here's the podcast of highlights from the Q102 Morning Show with Jim and Laura. You're going to have to do some content on how to get rid of spiders. I understand we have a story, a situation. I know that I didn't. I I was not very nice yesterday. Alex is away on a work trip. I know he can't do anything. He's sitting in conferences all day. And I did the thing that I shouldn't have done. You called. All caps texting. There are spiders in your house. I can't do this. (laughs) And he's like, what am I supposed to do about it? Right. From South Dakota. He must have gotten a break. He called me. And I, listen, I know that I should be able to handle myself better. I can't make promises when there are spiders. Okay. And when not just one spider that crawled across my keyboard after our show wrapped up yesterday. But I killed a total of 16 spiders yesterday. No, no, we've got a problem. This is a arachnophobia movie coming to life. And I was I was bawling, (laughs) holding a fly swatter and just spinning around looking everywhere as he called. He's like, I can't do anything about it right now. So I went and I bought two jugs of home defense emptied those puppies almost i didn't use the the full second one but (gasps) then this morning i find two earwigs in this Uh, room now i had to look that up i don't even know what an earwig is that is creepily prehistoric i i don't think i've ever seen an earwig is that what is it about ohio i don't know what is it about being in a house that all of a sudden you are in the jungle? I don't. I did not sign up for this. I don't even like to camp, people. I don't want. So I said to him, I'm like, I can't live like this. I was on the phone with my mom. She's like, just bring the dog and the cat here. Just you can come here. She knows that I cannot handle spiders. So finally, after I got everything sprayed last night, I thought it was okay. But then I find the earwigs this morning. So uh. I'm going to say this. I cannot make any promises about what is going to happen on this show. Because if something all of a sudden crawls out, I will try my best to act like a normal person. But I cannot promise that. There goes Laura. Pro- I cannot promise anything. And then no sooner do you tell me that, my sister messages me. Have you ever had bats? We heard a bat in our house, and oh, we no. just about got a hotel. Like, what oh, am I no. supposed to do about that? Oh, no. See, that's the thing about now this summer weather. Out come the creatures. Yes, and they want to come in and live with us. Mm-hmm. No, we don't. Well, no. I'm so sorry. We'll we'll be prepared if you suddenly let out a howl. Yeah, uh, you'll know why. I'm fine. I think I'm just having a nervous breakdown. Tim and Laura on the Q102 Morning Show. I don't know why you didn't tell me about that 5K on Saturday earlier. I'm feeling like it's time to get back into a racing series with my knees. Now, did you race prior to knee surgery? I, uh, several years ago, my wife had done it, the Warrior Dash. Okay, yeah. That's Is that a, where you're like covered in mud and everything yeah. at the end? Crawling okay. through mud and jumping over fire and obstacles. And it looked really fun. And I took that as an opportunity for the next year to get into shape. Now, this is probably eight, nine years ago. Okay. And I did. I, is that what did your knees in? Was that the final, like, well, well now I need knee surgery? Now that you mention it. <laughs> it's all coming together in this timeline. Hmm. Yeah. So I did the Warrior Dash. Uh, but as a warm-up, I did a 5K during Montevideo Fiesta Days, which uh, it was kind of emotional for me. It's like I, I really trained hard. For some people, running a 5K is like me walking That's around the block. That's their warm-up. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> but for me, it was kind of a big deal. And I didn't finish last. There was an 82-year-old woman who came in behind me, so that was good. But uh, it's amazing how quickly things go downhill 
when you uh, stop yeah. training. Did I, <laughs> did I ever tell you the story of after my knee surgery when I went to meet with the physician's assistant and I must have had one of the like 5K or 10K or marathon t-shirts yeah, on yeah. because the station I used to work at, we sponsored a lot of those and we would do the start line and the finish line and all the hoopla leading up mm-hmm. to it. So I had one of the t-shirts on and I go in and she's talking about, you know, okay, life after your knee surgery, which I didn't have a replacement like you did, but I had a ton of stuff done inside there. Mm-hmm. And she said, okay, you know, low impact activity, biking, uh, elliptical, swimming, great for your knee. And then she's paused and I thought, oh, here it comes. What's coming next? And she's like, but I'm sorry to break your heart. You cannot run anymore. Oh, I said, I didn't run before. <laughs> she's like, what? She's like, well, your shirt. I'm like, oh, no, I just held the microphone. I just talked at the beginning. This was just a free participation T-shirt for being a sponsor. She's like, oh, my God. I thought, oh, this is where this girl's going to break down and cry in my office and go, no, I have to run. I was like, no, I only run if someone's chasing me. Those days are long gone. (laughs) I'll have to dig up. There's a great shot, an action shot of me leaping over fire in this warrior oh, wow. I'll, I'll find that just as proof there was a day there was a time when i could do more than walk around the block <laughs> tim burns and laura mckenna the q102 morning show my little baby weena dog honey looked up at me today with this you know i trust you but why are you leaving me i'm still kind of pouty over my oh. spay she's doing pretty well you know, they shaved her little belly. Yeah. And so you can see it's a little bruising, but it's it's dry, so that's good. Yet I felt bad because, as you you know, yesterday at 5.30, my wife came downstairs with a suitcase. and I'm like, uh, what, uh, So she was gone overnight. <laughs> Did I do something wrong? <laughs> right? And nor- so normally, you know, she goes to work at like 8. So she's with the dogs all morning. And now I'm leaving them in the dark in the middle of the night. And they're like, hey, what are you doing? So I feel badly about that. Oh, and you were the one who took Honey, too. Mm-hmm. So you were the, you were the yeah. bad guy right. from the start. So now anytime I get in a car with Honey, mm-hmm. be, oh, no, it's the bad Dad's driver. Dad's taking me what? to get surgery again. Oh. There's a, a couple bills here in Minnesota that would give pet owners... Uh, more options, rights, if you will, and part of it is in housing. There's a proposal with our Minnesota state legislature that would ban landlords from requiring tenants to declaw or debark. There's debarking. What's a debark? What? I've never even heard of that. Uh, uh, another proposal would make homeowners insurance easier to get for dog owners regardless of the breed the humane society says the bills protect specific breeds from uh, discrimination and i think we know what what they're saying here i'm not gonna say it we know what breed we're talking about here but to be fair it has been said that dogs are the mirror of their owner I was just going to say, I think that how you raise Mm -hmm. any animal is going to have a lot to do with its Mm -hmm. behavior. I mean, you've met both of them. She was almost brand new when I first came, I think. They're sweet. They're loving. They're affectionate. They're They're smart. They're a total reflection of their owners. (laughs) I mean, come on. That's what I'm talking about. Come (laughs) on. You're waking up with Tim and Laura on the Q102 Morning Show. You can listen online at 1025fm.com or on your smart device. Now, we have two smart speakers at our home, 
But it's not like I have one in my office here at work. Do people do that? Do you have any? No, I'm a dumb home. I'm not a smart a home. dumb home. I'm a, <laughs> I don't have any of the devices. Because I can't get things to work. Other people are like, oh, yeah, my things do this, that, and the other thing. I'm like, no. When I get anything, it doesn't work from the get-go. In fact, I told you yesterday, remember, that I bought two jugs of the home defense. Yes. It comes with these spray nozzles. They're now battery powered. I oh, don't yeah. know why we can squeeze, 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 but no, no now we now put a battery yeah, yeah, in it. Yeah, it's like one, a little pump. One of them doesn't work. Oh. Go figure. So now I had to use through the whole jug of one and then, and then put the, the squirty other, tube yeah. Yeah, uh, into the other thing, of course, oh. because that is the luck I have. So wow. I keep my home as dumb as possible. <laughs> Now, I took advantage, well, first of all, every day when we leave or when we left for the concert, too, and left the girls, the dogs alone, I always say, Alexa, play classical for pets. And what it is is just really soothing sort of piano and violin yeah. music to keep them calm every day. Nice. But last night, you know, I wear a smartwatch. Yeah. I wear a dumb watch. I wear no watch, actually. I don't, I don't even deal with time, no. And I, you know, having to get up about 4.30, 4.40 in the morning, and, you know, I can't just be late, or it'll just go silent at 6 o'clock. That would be a problem, and, yeah. Right? So I have my main alarm, and then I have my watch as a backup. Well, last night I crawled into bed. I was all settled in, getting tired, and I realized, oh, man, I'm not wearing my watch. My wife's not here because she's usually getting up, you know, at least by 515. <laughs> so I said, Alexa, set a backup alarm for 440 a.m. Okay, alarm set. Sure enough, we're ready to go it's in the morning. A, we use yeah. it a lot. See, if I had that, I'd say set an alarm for 440 a.m. No, it would set an alarm on the hour every hour and it wouldn't <laughs> let me shut it off and something <laughs> would go haywire. I know it. Yay. I know my limitations. 39 going on 70 over there. That's, exactly. Uh, that's our Laura. <laughs> Tim and Laura in the morning. I love them. They're so funny. The Q102 Morning Show. If you open a bottle of wine and you don't drink the entire bottle, which, listen, if you do, we don't judge you. Oh, no. Whatever. But if you don't drink the entire bottle, they say part of the reason that it starts to get a little funky tasting is because there's too much oxygen then that gets into the wine. Mm. And you can try to put the cork back down no. inside, but they say that the cork is porous. And so that still lets too much, o- too much oxygen inside once you take the cork out. So... You ready for this? They say the proper way to store leftover wine is if you don't have one of those things that sucks all the air back out of it and yeah. and makes it a seal, that you could take a mason jar like you can your tomatoes yeah. with, yes. and you could put the wine in that and then screw the lid on. And now you've got wine in a mason jar, but it will stay fresher longer. Fancy. <laughs> Very fancy. So particular. And you know what? I don't know a good wine from a bad wine. I'm just going to say. Honestly, neither do I. Not and a big fan. Normally, people go, oh, we have this aged whatever, <laughs> blah, blah, blah. I'm like, does it taste like juice? And is it a little fizzy? Uh, that's fizzy the kind I wine. like. <laughs> yes. So I am not fancy when it comes to, I'll drink it out of a mason jar, I guess. I'll drink it out of a glass. But as long as it tastes like fruit juice, I could deal with Welch's and be just fine. Welch's grape juice. Mom, look at that lady. She's wandering the beach with a jar full of wine. <laughs> I'm oh. just trying to finish it off before it goes stale. <laughs> The Q102 Morning Show Podcast. Join Tim and Laura weekdays from 6 to 9.